did you miss last week, nerds? No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. What happened? Crying they, like CC. It was after the Bay of Pigs. It was oh. after the Bay of Pigs. Kennedy trusts the CIA, and they they misled him pretty much. much. Like oh, my Trump goodness. and Kim Jong are comparing their buttons. Khrushchev yes. and JFK compared their rockets. My dick is bigger than yours. Right. right. That's what it all it's comes the, down to. It's the, it's the two nerdiest... It, yeah, it's the it's the school rich kid that nobody really likes, but he buys a lot of people Life stuff, so they hang out with. Huh? Excalibur. They look What does that mean? No, we're gonna be sued for sexual harassment now. Your goal, Jerry. Are you? Yeah. Bathroom pranks. Ultraviolet password. Yeah. Did you say Philly cheese or cheesecake? Tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcastle. At nerd.35. Frangible. Thank Obama. Hey, tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore Bath podcastle. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Blasphemous. Typecast is a rapist. Yeah. Scrappy Fringe. underdogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good <laughs> there. Yeah. Blasphemous. That's yeah. a pretty good one right there. Damn it, from that mm-hmm. way, it's a pretty good Tweet. one right there. Snap it. At the underscore podcastle. Nerd35. Full show in the house tonight. And we're going to jump right into it. In the climate, the political and, 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 and social temperature of women in media, the only appropriate thing we could do tonight is talk about if they're hot or they're not. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought about when you said this. I was like, is this the time to do this segment on the show, yeah. Hot or Not? Yeah, yeah we're not oh, telling but... them they're hot or not. We're just, we're giving opinions. Yeah. They want to put it out, the vibes, we're going we're gonna to regulate them. So I was thinking I had this little list together to see if there are people that are typically considered gorgeous or beautiful. Okay. And let's see what we all think. Okay. I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to kick it off with Renee Zellweger. I think she's a very talented actress. So this is just a matter of personal taste versus an equal amount on the opposite side of wherever you are. Oh, my so gosh. Who did you just say? Renee Zellweger? Renee Zellweger. Yeah, I, I think she's very overrated as far as – I don't think she's attractive. I'm not attracted to her. I don't think she's ugly, but I'm not like, eh, I don't know how – like. You know, Kenny Chesney and the guy uh, who was the guy from Philly that dated her for a while, Bradley Will, Cooper. Will Smith. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know what what they're seeing in her. What do you guys think? Do you think she's she's a knockout? I give her a I give her a six on the scale. Scardy, what do you think about that that ginger? Not, not attractive. No, not right. Before or after plastic surgery, don't find her attractive. Yeah, she's had work done. She's had a lot of work done. Nose work. I think in Me, Myself, and Irene, she was like at her very top, or maybe even Jerry Maguire. Um, Jerry Maguire, she was good. But right, I don't think she's ugly. I just, but I don't think, is she regarded as like, you know, a 10? 
Like is I don't she know. up there with Aniston she's dated. and No, I but I think she's she's been in a lot of leading roles and you know she's dated around, she's dated a bunch of famous dudes. True, true. Maybe she's, she's just also great. Rich as hell. Yeah, that's true. What do you think, John? She's alright. Yeah, I don't think she's, she's okay. ugly. I just don't think she's like a knockout. Has yeah. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Not a knockout. Cavs lose Which brings their us to... third straight. Just want to let you know. Sorry. Oh, Cavs. Yeah. Plummeting. Plummeting like the stocks. I love it. Uh, Lady Gaga. Right. This one is interesting. I used to think she was disgusting. But then Scardi made a point like, no, she's really beautiful. She just wears these stupid like outfits all the time. You know, back when she was doing like the meat dress and all that. But she's a beautiful woman. Lady Gaga, I think. I think she's gorgeous. What do you guys think? Am I wrong? She's okay. I don't think she's gorgeous, but I don't think she's... Yeah, she's I wouldn't ugly. go that far. Like, she's I think got a, she's a blonde locks. A lot prettier, naturally prettier than she looks with all yeah. her stuff. With sure. the meat dress. Sure. She's an Italian chick. All right. All right. Yeah. I have a theory about Italian women. They're either beautiful or they're hideous. There's no, like, Terrifying. in between. Yeah, they're either, like, awful with hair or they're, like, a knockout. Yes. You know? Yep. There's always some feature. They're either a troll or a 10. Or a 10. My personal favorite, Rachel McAdams. I think she's beautiful. People tell me, uh, no, she's, she's, like, cute, but she's not. No. You ever see Wedding Crashers? She's adorable. She's beautiful. She's classy. I think. What about you? Oh, I think she has like yeah. the perfect face. Now I hate you. You. Yeah. Who's your favorite? She was number. She was number one for me for a long time. I always just thought her face, when she's ninety, will still look like she's eighteen. Um. And she's not black. I don't know. I. You know what? I. I got so frustrated with never ever with realizing I'll never be able mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. hot celebrities so I just stopped really don't caring be so sure. about the hot don't, ones don't be so sure don't be so sure you never know uh, okay let me ask thanks, you guys thanks, this coach oh my gosh you mentioned you mentioned well, this is a, this is a, this is a double whammy here all right double McCombsy. at one point angelina jolie was the most regarded, beautiful person on the planet. I, I think I think she's pretty, pretty good looking. But when all that hype was going on with the Brad Pitt thing, I wasn't I wasn't blown away. I think it was more of like the lips and the mystique and all that and the celebrity. But I think she might be a little bit overrated, at least at her height. I don't think anymore she's as, she's more like a humanitarian kind of person. Mm-hmm. But at like her peak, like Mr. Mrs. Smith, a, really shy person. a little overrated. And I'm really uncomfortable with people judging me and looking at me. It doesn't really hottest matter woman in the world. I, I don't think I would have left Jennifer Aniston for Angelina Jolie based on looks because uh, I'm a very superficial man. What do you guys think? I was totally on the Jen mm. camp. Totally team Jen. Mm. I didn't get it. I agree. Angelina, she's a great person, and then she is attractive, but I, she's not my type, so I, I didn't get it. Aniston is like the knockout girl next door look. Angel, Angelina Jolie she is age. like a girl that's just... She looks like she's carved out of stone. 
In an, in she's, a she's Venus. Way. You know, she looks like a statue. Lord Biscardi, what do you what do you feel about her? Is she an overrated and today, woman? And I made that um, meal, and you could have thought to yourself, you know, you could have said, you know, I, I'm not, I think I'm going to get Brooke some flowers. You said on our very first date that you don't like flowers, that they're a waste. Yeah, of Yeah, very life. much so. I remember she did a, an interview last summer on the BBC with Yalda Hakim, and Yalda Hakim, she couldn't hold a candle next to her own, you know, her interviewer. Couldn't do it. Yeah, see, there you go. There you go. Jennifer Aniston doesn't age, by the way. I, I read somewhere she spends like $300 a day on beauty supplies just to keep like her appearance up. It's like a facial, a, a regimen, skin cream. It's, it's So I turned up at the hospital uh, in Doha. She dumps. And she's I got found... the money. She dumps it in there, and it shows. She doesn't age. Oh, yeah. She looks the she same. looks the same as she did in like Friends. The same. Better hair. She looks almost exactly. younger in, in a way. Yelda Hakim. She doesn't look Greek. No. No, no, no not at all. Not at all. Um, what do you guys think about, speaking of the Friends train, Courtney Cox. She did have success after Friends, obviously, and she's been in a sizable amount of movies. She's another one that you could argue has, she's, you could, she's aged a little bit, but still kind of Ace Ventura-like. You guys think she's overrated? Or you think she's hot? She's got a great rack to me. That's pretty much great it. Great rack. Doesn't it doesn't stop. But I mean, you know, we're going back to what, nineteen eighty four when she was on the stage with Bruce. I mean Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She's no spring chicken. No spring chicken. John? Um, weigh in on the sexual she, topic. At times can look like almost a ten. And I'm talking about like yeah, from like Ace Ventura till uh, Cougar Town, you know, with makeup and the hair done and everything, she could look amazing. Her eye, her eyes—I don't even know what color they are. They're like blue, green, and yet yeah, she's got a killer bod, especially at this age. I was a huge fan of Courtney Cox, but I hated yeah. it in Friends when they cut her hair short. She looked like a boy. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah, was... He's miserable. He hates you, you fatty. You go from like an eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, depending on a whole bunch, to looking like a boy. Miserable. Miserable. Uh, the it girl of the moment, I think, Jenner. in my humble opinion, Jenner's oh beautiful. I'd love to have her back on. But the it girl mm -hmm, of the moment mm -hmm. that I think is not as attractive, she's pretty, but not as attractive as everyone thinks she is, is Jennifer Lawrence. Overrated. Overrated. Mm. Plain, plain Jane. Mm. Great actress. Great range. Not blown away. Not blown away. Hmm. I disagree. I think she's stunning. But maybe it's the attitude a little bit. She's kind of a bitch, Dude. but like a cool bitch. She doesn't really give a shit. She's rich as hell, so it doesn't matter who yeah. fires her. <laughs> Right. I don't know. I think she's Sc Scardy, what do you but think? I think she's a blueberry muffin away from kind of <laughs> looking a little blowing up. Looking a little yeah. different. She's a taco away from blowing up. No offense. No. No, not just keeping it real. Yeah. Just keep going to the gym. Mark, do you think Lawrence is uh, juicy? Hunger Games training. Yeah, right. I Mocking Jay. Tribute. Put her yeah, um, 
No. Well, first of all, I don't think she. I think she took a break from acting. She, she was going to take a year or two off. Yeah, why um, not? We haven't really seen much of her. Yeah, after she's mother, only in the tabloids, I think, because she's dating Chris Martin. Right. But, right. So, uh, no, I think she's okay. She dated Darren Aronofsky for a while, and you knew that wasn't going to last. Have you ever seen what he looks like in her? Who's I mean, he? side to side. Who's He's Aaron a director. Uh, he did the uh, the Mother movie. He did, like, The Wrestler and Noah's Ark and all that. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. He's a good director, but, uh, yeah, that was just an onset, like, yeah, I'm going to date the director for a little bit kind of thing. That lasted, like, a month. Now who's she dating? Chris Martin. Who's Chris Martin? <laughs> Oh, the Coldplay guy. Ah, uh, who just She's got dating him? from Gwyneth Paltrow and her life. Loves the blondes. Partner contract or whatever. It's over. I think we... But Gwyneth Paltrow was older than him. She's much younger. Much yeah. younger. Yep. Younger model. Yep. I think we can all get on board with agreeing the next one is highly overrated. Is the singer with the voice that sounds like Mike TV from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Cyrus. Uh, Am I right? Miley Cyrus, sexy videos and all that. Attractive. It needs to be sexy to get over like the face. Oh, her actual voice. Yeah, her actual voice does sound like Mike TV. Hey guys. Oh my god. Here we it's hard. <laughs> it's horrible. Um. Can't do it. No, I, I can't. I, do I, this, I, but... She just looks like a little kid to me all the time. Eventually, she'll grow up, and I don't think she'll be ugly, but I don't think she'll be, you know, a knockout. Right. Knockout. Yeah. I'll just rely on her voice and stop worrying about damn looks. I got three more here. I'm not going to comment on them. I'm going to pitch them off to you guys first to get your ginger on this. Is Mr. Mike TV. Hey, Mike, do you think we might shut that thing off? No, are you crazy? He won't answer till the station. This next entry, I think it could go either way. I'm very curious what the reaction was to if you think Kristen Stewart is attractive. She was the chicken in all the uh, Twilight films. Yeah. I think she's gay. I think she might be, might be bisexual. Yeah, she's confused and young and rich. Is holy hell. Stupid. Um, like incredibly rich, but she's just doing normal kid crap. I think money makes somebody attractive, though. They say money can't buy love. It can buy my love. If I were single and I met someone that was just okay and they're like, I'm a billionaire, I'd be like, let's go out for dinner and I'll dine and wine. I think that makes you a lot sexier. I'd give it a chance. Yeah. What would give they, it a, a dab. Like a five and above? I mean, yeah. we're not talking about a billionaire four, are we? No. No. Billionaire five. Okay. Hmm. I've seen that too. I've seen rich girls with uh, horrific faces dating like a decent looking guy. You're like, oh man, you're earning every penny of that payday. And vice versa. That's true. If you marry somebody for their money, you are earning every penny of that money because your life will be miserable. That's all it is. That's all it is. Right. Uh, yeah, I right. think she's hot. With, with I think her so hair too. And her teeth and. Yeah. Her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good looking, right? Yeah. And a whole bunch of different looks. Like, I just Googled her name. There's pictures of her with, like, 
seven different hair colors and like 18 different yeah. hairstyles. And she looks fine in all of them. She looks Changes good. all the time. I would hit on her in a public place if I was single. Absolutely. Uh, famous, famous uh, ginger, famous daughter of a uh, famous director, Bryce Dallas Howard. I know we're uh, we're all fans for the most part. She's a great actress. I'm a fan. BDH. Jurassic, Jurassic World. Yeah. W- what do you guys think? Do you think uh, she's uh, she's a knockout? Or is she more of just a talented actress? Hmm. No, I think hmm. she can be very attractive. I think it just depends on the makeup artist. I'm familiar with this. Uh, she's got a nice rack. She's a two face. She does. Yeah, she's a two face. Yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah, good call. Was she in Lady in the Water? Not like this, like like Italian guy. No, like no. he's this sweet, sensitive Jewish godfather. It seems like, like it's not even she a was Seinfeld the, uh, episode. Sometimes yeah, she she's a really hot, and then sometimes I'm like, huh. oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes you see her like in uh, certain parts of Jurassic World, looks pretty good. But in other parts, you're like, hey, that's a little bush. Little looks bush. A little unhealthy. Oh right. my gosh. One it's more a, here. A this little, is a uh, little pointy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna point this question a little bit more direct. Point. Um, the, the, the actress in question is very talented. There's no question about that. But is she really hot? Or what, what, what would you think if you took away the fame? What would she be to you? And that is Julia Roberts. Forget the whole cute best friend's wedding, all that stuff. Oh. What do you think? What do you make? I of think it? so. Yeah. She's cute. I, I'm, right? I'm Cougar like? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big fan. Great smile. Great yeah. bazoombas. <laughs> Great hair. Zoom. Is she a redhead? Like for real, or is she kind of like one of those in between redheads? Nah, she's a brunette. Yeah. Nah, she's she, a brunette. Yeah, she's not. Maybe a, a burnt. She's no burnt sienna. She's no ginger, but I like her ginger. We're closing shop around here. I turn my back for a minute. I don't, it's bull- David Letter. So you can send your hate mail and hate tweets and lawsuits to the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Hate us. And speak out against you being offended. Uh, we've got a good show tonight. We've got some things going on. As you know, this week, there's uh, been some crazy things in the news. Trump oh said... Uh, Called Haiti a shithole, and oh. uh, Africa, which that usually doesn't go over well. Um, but it wasn't actually recorded; it was kind of second hearsay. Oh, so you never know. You never know. Ah. It was hearsay. Hearsay. Countries. <laughs> <laughs> made his presentation. The president interrupted him several times with questions, and in the course of his comments. Uh, said things which were hate-filled, vile, and racist. Shithooks. We don't need these people. <laughs> these countries are... Sh- you need you more these shithole people. I disagree. People. I think he's on the golf course less than any other president. No, I mean mentally. He's on the... He's mentally there? <laughs> yeah, he's just... Oh, yeah. There, like Today, CNN actually put shithole on their headline across the... I saw that. 
Yeah, good for them. Don't censor it. Trending. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to censor language anymore. I don't like when the TV does that. They like, you know, edit things out. And you're like, we know what it is. Stop it. It's not going to offend The Comedy Central mm-hmm. is kind of mm-hmm. about it. Uh, FX too. Sometimes they'll censor everything. Yeah, they'll censor everything. But if it's on at midnight, they can say whatever they want. The radio censors out the F word, but some things sometimes they get in there. Like Pearl Jam's Jeremy says, "Fucking it." It's never edited out. You know, seems a harmless little fuck. It's in there every time. Yeah, and it's never edited. Little fuck. Oh yeah. That's what I would do. If I were if I were a famous band, I would release one single just to pepper in foul language to see what I could get away with on air as a. Well, yeah, there was that. Every now and then, you'll hear a, an oldie like um, "Everlast," and uh, when he had his first hit single, and you'll still hear some time to time. And even when it first rolled out, they they would some network, some stations would edit certain mm-hmm. lyrics, and then some would let him say "Chrome 45." But even in today's 2018, oh. you can't say Chrome 45. You can't reference a firearm. I mean, really? Yeah, that's pretty bizarre. How bizarre. Eminem, Eminem got, how bizarre. How bizarre. Eminem got uh, edited out on his uh, second album. He was talking about Columbine, and he says he'll take your revolver and nine and all this. Oh. And then on his his follow-up album to that, uh, or his you know later sequel to that album in 2013, he did the same line again. And it was uncensored, and he made a point to say, can I get away with this now that I'm not as big as I am? And, and he did, and it was, you know, it's so uh, funny. It's funny how you can, like, get away with that stuff it's sometimes. Content. But then, then on the radio, they, they take it off. Right, his second it. album, he kind was of so annoying. huge, people were analyzing it with, like, microscope. Now they're like, oh, yeah, yeah it's good, whatever. He's doing something. They do edit out the gun though. The guns though. If you watch like Vivo, you know, gangster rap videos on YouTube and stuff, you know, Ice Cube or Dre will be talking about like a Tech Nine or something. They'll edit that out, and you're like, well, I don't understand. It's not like, wow. why? Yeah, it's yeah, really. They don't fascist. blur out the weed symbol on the hat anymore, yeah. but they blur out the type of pistol. Oh my goodness gracious! You know what really amazes me Fash. is we are hanging by the Beatles. Toes. Got away with saying Christ. Christ. Oh, did they? Christ, you know it ain't easy. Yeah. Even today. You can oh say, yeah. Hey, it doesn't. Yeah. Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know it's so hard. The way things are going, they're gonna crucify me. The Battle of John and Yoko. Yeah, they did say that in there. Good call. I guess if it's a black guy saying it, some radio's like, take it off. It's negative. But there's somebody else you can get away with it. Did I say the Beatles? I meant to say just say John Lennon. No, I think it was the Beatles. Beatles song. I was gonna say the Beatles wrote a song called "The Ballad of John and Yoko." Yeah, it was like a B-side to uh, like Revolution or or um, you know, no, 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 no. Hey Jude, it was one of those. Uh, those Lennon, I'm pretty sure, wrote it. Yeah, right. that was all. Uh, Oh, wow. Before the... the dis- yeah. Before the split. Before I think it might have been around the time. The White Album was when they started having problems. And that's when, like, Egos came in. Six yeah. years. 
I uh, have that much fame. Hardly anyone knows how to handle all that fame. The Beatles, yeah, they they arguably the greatest songwriters ever. Yeah. But when you look at the last like four years of them, they were almost not talking to each other. Yeah. But all the songs still said written by Lennon and McCartney, even though they weren't writing together. They made a pact when they were younger that they would just put all those songs together. But uh, uh. I mean, they, they just. And then you got George Harrison. Who was like trying to crowbar? He was writing songs left and right, and they were like, "Well, you can do two on this album. The rest are John and Paul's, you know, because they were like the leaders of the Beatles." Uh, yeah. And then when Harrison went solo, his first album was three, three records. It was like a three CD, you know, by today's standards. Because he had three all records. this shit that they just like threw on the floor. Yeah, he had all the shit bottled up. He just wow. released three records back to back, six pop. sides, like four hours of music just to. He's like, I got all this shit. I just got to throw it out there. All things must pass. Oh. Which is great. Wow. And then you got Ringo, who did, like, was trying. Ringo was trying, you know, with the music. But I don't know any post-Beatles Ringo songs peace and that love, I can think of. Peace and love. But I'm a fan. Yeah. Anyway. Well, he had a decent solo career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Married a Bond girl. Wasn't one of them on the super band or whatever the fuck like Tom Petty or weren't they part of one of oh, the Wilburys Traveling Wilburys Traveling Wilburys yeah it was Roy Orbison Traveling what? Dylan Wilburys what? Wilburys <laughs> Wilburys? The end of the line yeah the Traveling Wilburys <sighs> I don't know what it means yeah. I don't know it probably means nothing but speaking of the Beatles, though, I've met Ringo once, and I was the only celebrity in L.A. I've ever met that I was actually starstruck to. And I was like, mm. I was like, oh, my gosh, like you're you're a Beatle. Like you're mm. like, my parents listen to you. You're like the, the greatest musician, the a musician, of the greatest band of all time. Like you were I was like an idiot. You know, most people are just like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm a fan. It's cool. You get a picture you put on Instagram. That's it. But Ringo, you're like, dude, you're it's like meeting Elvis or something. You're a right. Beatle it was like. That first year from like when the Beatles first came to America, was that like the greatest year in American history? Like as far as like just pure excitement and elation and like the whole world was just celebrating this one group's music all like at the same time. The British invasion. You know, like people always refer like, oh, I remember the first time I heard the Beatles. Yeah. It's a, that. it's a movement. Must've it changed crazy. things. The Beatles kind of killed Elvis like Nirvana killed the 80s like glam metal scene. You know, the right. Beatles came in and Elvis came back from the war and couldn't really. And that's why he did like his 1967 comeback show. And Elvis never fully recovered from, from he was that. He in Germany. He was in Germany. He, he well, never the cold fully war. recovered. The cold war. Yeah. He, I mean, he was always a legend. Nobody cared about Elvis when at the end of his career. It was just a Vegas act. But then when he died, everyone's like, oh my god, Elvis died as the king, you know? But, really? Yeah. He was, I mean, was, like, he was Vegas act? He was like Wayne Newton? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Elvis has been in like 30 films, too. Yeah. People don't realize. He's in a lot of movies. And wasn't he a good or wasn't well, he? Well, he wanted to first? be an actor more. He mm-hmm. wanted to be taken seriously as an actor and not actually be doing music. Except Colonel Parker uh, just happened to get a movie gig where he played music. He was singing, but he really oh, didn't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I heard it was all like 
little slight changes in in destiny. Yeah. Elvis Elvis liked pills. Elvis would take a pill to wake up, pill to go to bed, pill to go to the bathroom, pill to eat, pill to sleep. The guy had to be helped out of the car towards the end of his life because he just he was on so many pills. And he ate a lot of peanut butter and banana peanut, sandwich. A peanut butter and banana sandwich. Crazy. Scar, you've been to Graceland. You have? Oh, yeah. Grace- yeah, I think he's when? been there. Uh, three years ago, I was in. Uh, yeah, three years ago. Is it like well kept? Is it like you know watched and? Yeah, what's it look like? It's impeccably kept. Yeah, it's like taking oh. a step back into time into the seventies. Oh. Shag carpet. It's a little expensive, but yeah. What do you mean? And I've been. I've seen his house in Germany as well. Oh yeah, I'm not high. So what do you, you go? Do you go that? there and walk around. It's like his. Neverland Ranch? So, that particular part of Memphis is not really the most attractive part of town. I mean, Memphis has Beale Street, and it's pretty much it. Sixth Sixth Street. uh, That particular area. Oh, my Um, gosh. But Graceland is outside of Memphis, and it's an old... I say, oh, oh it's gosh. not like a colonial mansion or anything. It was built in 1939. He picked it up in 1957, I think he bought the place. And, uh... You know, at one time it was, you know, the countryside. But now, if you go down the, the street, I don't know the name of the street, but the street that Graceland is on is just one big shopping strip of... <laughs> of Elvis memorabilia. What? And of course the plane yeah. is parked the plane is parked across the street. And what you do is you you the gates to Graceland, obviously nobody pulls in there or walks in there, you take a shuttle. So you have to take a shuttle from this uh where you get the bus Ugh. and then that takes you into Graceland and your tour begins. But um, you know, the family didn't want it. Priscilla uh, Priscilla didn't want the place, so they donated it to the city because nobody would really want to live there now. It's not a a great no. part of town. Even if you took away all of the the Elvis from the street and just oh, it was really? a normal living street, it wouldn't be that great. So it's so like nobody would really yeah. all on Elvis, that like whole area, and that. Yeah, it's just souvenir shops, the plane. Uh... And then up the street, there's like a KFC or something like that. You know, it's just not a nice part of the town. Yeah. I mean, Memphis isn't really a nice town, except for Beale Street. That's how it is in L.A. with a lot of older, uh, like, celebrity homes and, and places like like Disney's first house and where the first Disney studios were. They're kind yeah. of in, like, shithole areas that were nice, I guess, in, like, 1930. But you kind of yeah. see it. Is Graceland worth a a, a yes. destination trip, so it's pretty good. Yes, I mean it is something it's, to say. It's, it's a bucket. Yes, it's it's a really amazing experience. And then you you go out back, and then all this the the graves, because you know they're all buried. Him, his father, his mother, they're all buried back there. Oh wow! Yeah. Great fest. This weekend is Martin Luther King Day Junior Day on Monday, and I was told today. 
We're gonna have a day off. That's and, awesome, um, son of a bitch. I have a question: Is Martin Luther King Day? A, it's a. Is it a federal holiday, or is it a semi-federal? Yes. Like, how does that work? So it's. It, so it's higher than. Holiday. It's higher than Columbus Day. Yes. Okay. Because right. school is out on Martin Luther King Day. Columbus Day school's only out in, you know, probably New York, New Jersey, and Rhode Island, wherever okay. they have a lot of Italian people. Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid having off Columbus Day a few years, and then they stopped. I don't understand why. Oh. Okay, so. But it's so the a federal are... holiday because the military has off. Uh, okay. Yeah. The military has to have off uh, each month. So if there's no holiday, they'll make one up. If there's a semi-federal, they'll, they'll call that their federal. But it doesn't mean that school is going to be closed. Okay. Right. Well, what's another semi-federal holiday besides Columbus Day? Veterans Day is a federal holiday. Uh, Veterans Day is not always recognized by everybody as a oh, day off day. for everybody. What about Flag Day? Flag Day is underrated. People need to celebrate that more. Flag Day doesn't get a lot of love. I know. Well, we have Fourth of July. That's why. Yeah. Federal holiday. New Year's. I mean, if you break it. Down, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. We've got, you've got Memorial Day to honor the fallen. you got Veterans Day to honor the vets. Where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. We have an Armed Forces Day, which is set aside just for those who are currently serving. But we right. really just sort of rope them into Veterans Day, even though Veterans Day is for those who have served. And have, 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 yeah, have, they're not active. Washington's birthday. Oh yeah, I like that. They and then they loop Washington's birthday and Lincoln together as President's Day. I mean, there's there's still Lincoln's birthday, Washington, but they used to be like separate holidays. I thought that was cool. Washington uh, Friday is another semi-federal holiday. I mean, kids have off on Good <laughs> Friday, but it's a regular day for most people. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Lincoln's birthday. Hmm. I think I think FDR should. Uh, you know how, you know, Jew Jewish holidays are great, especially if you're Catholic and you don't celebrate them, but you you know you get out of school work, and people are you know Jewish people are like, oh, I gotta be in temple eight hours that day. Like you feel bad for them. You're like, oh, I'm having a great day. I'm just playing Nintendo and doing the podcast. I'm sorry, um, yeah, but for religious religious reasons. That God ever created. I tell you that. I'm really rich. I'll show you that in a second. If you know Jewish people get off for a day of thing, I want to start using. Catholic Saints feast days because there's one every day of the year and just pick it when I want to get off like hey it's uh, St. Thomas Aquinas feast day Friday yes. kind of got to go to church yes. unless you want to be at the news for religious persecution like I, I gotta go yep. you know and you're gonna pay yeah, I knew a guy who took a little YouTube. too much advantage of all the Jewish holidays and oh, of really? course if you work for the government they can't persecute you for taking the day off but he would take off. There's a lot more Jewish holidays than people think. Like one day there'd be the Feast of the Tabernacle, and he would be off for that. 
and then Purim, and he would be off for that. And then, of course, after that comes Passover, which is really the biggest one. Oh, yeah. I work. I, I know a, a Jewish girl that's very religious, and, you know, she'll be like, well, we have, uh, you know, Sukkot this weekend, the Festival of Tents or something, and the Harvest. And I'm like, wow, you guys really have a lot of stuff you got to do. Um, Meanwhile, there's one that has a funny like, name, too. Yeah. Oh, Yom Kippur was yesterday. We, we missed it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm that way a lot with Holy Days of Obligation. They're like, it's the feast of Mother Mary of, you know, it's an obligation day. I was like, I had no idea, but I'll be there for Easter. Which, by the way, and Easter comes early this year. When is it? It's like April, end of April. It's not early oh, April. That would be late. Late. <laughs> Valentine's Day is Ash Wednesday this year. I know that. So what? you get out of going on a date. You're like, we're going to mass. Oh, you gotta date. get your ashes. Get the ashes. Get your ashes in a big zit. Yeah, right. Do you guys see uh, this new Netflix series about Dave with David Letterman interviewing people? Have you guys watched this yet? Oh yeah, yeah, not yet. I haven't been on Netflix. So. I'm really. I'm going to watch an episode later tonight. I'm really curious about this. Um, John, have you seen it? Is it is it a late show format or is he like in a room like a Barbara Walters doing like a, an interview? Like what is it? What is the what does the set look like? He's on a stage. There's an audience. Um, I don't know oh, how many. Is. I don't know how many people. It sounded maybe like the same as the late show, maybe a little less. And it's just an empty mm-hmm. stage. There isn't even like a curtain. You can like see bat- there's like rafters and shit, and it's just two chairs and like I think really? a table. And the Simple. chairs are kind of facing each other, but kind of facing the audience. And uh, it, yeah, it was him and Obama, and they talked about talked about their kids a lot. He talked about what it was like. No, look. The first day he wasn't president anymore, like he like slept in, and it was weird and smoked some weed. That's why he's doing that, though, man. It was very. Uh, it was like the Letterman Sideful. he kind of has always wanted to be, uh, you know, without the network handcuffs. He That's could what ask I think. Actual questions. That's what I think he's doing it for. After he left late night, he grew his beard long because he doesn't have to be clean-shaven for a network. Rebel. He's doing the show without like the fake New York City skyline in the back because he's not network. He, he's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of like a hippie a little bit where Rebel. he's like, oh, I've been playing, I've been, I've been a suit for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Does he wear a suit in this one? I wouldn't be surprised if he had like a T-shirt on. No, he wears a suit. He wears the suit. Okay, so he did the suit, but he was so like, corporate with NBC for a while he alluded to this you know in interviews and yeah. stuff and NCBS that he uh, you know he's kind of letting loose now yeah. doing this for like 40 years his production company year. at the beginning it's really funny he talks about Netflix he goes I don't even really know what it is or how it works but I'm here and I'm here and I'm going to do six really cool interviews and they even have him at his desk, at his house, and the camera is like at the end of the desk, kind of just facing him, and he calls Obama. And he's like, hey, uh, look, I've been ch- trying to figure out what I want to do, 
you know, I want to do something. And, and then it like cuts and he's like, no, I haven't shaved. And then it like cuts and he's like, all right, uh, all right. Nice talking to you. Bye. He's <laughs> like, I think it was a no. I think it was a no. <laughs> but it was cool. They were like showing him asking Obama to like uh, creatively work on something together. They didn't even have like an idea yet. This was probably you know? three or four months before he died. And Prince asked Sasha to come up and dance, who, and she's an excellent dancer. Then Sasha s pulls me up, which surprises me because she always mocks my dancing, but <laughs> I have dad moves. Yeah. And I, and I think the key is, is what we call... Just thing about him is, I don't know if you guys remember this, but late in his career, I'd say within two, three years of him retiring, Somebody came out of staffer about sexual harassment with him. And th that kind of got pushed aside and forgotten right away. But imagine if that happened today. He would be fired and disgraced and he'd have a beard because he'd be homeless. Do you I, remember that? I thought he, he was apologized. He admitted on. to it. Yeah, right. And he admitted to it like on the show. And I can prove that you do these terrible things. And sure enough, contained in the package was stuff to prove that I do terrible things. That's, no, that's what I mean. It, he admitted to it, which is something you don't see today. And it was kind of like forgotten and swept aside. And that was it. But if that happened today, I mean, today you'd just be like, he farted in front of me. And they're like, he just cut off out. his dick. He just got out of the way of the tornado. Uh, could you, I mean, really, that guy came out unscathed from that. And it was like a two-week thing. And then it was over. And he... Today, that would never fly. And it was almost like he was more commended because he went on the air and said... I think so. Uh, I, I made a mistake, and I'm sorry. And everybody was like, oh, all right, well, look at him. Owning up to it. All right, owning up to it. I, I agree with that. We'll I think it's commendable it. if you come up... Look, everybody makes mistakes, and if you uh, own it, and you, your punishment is your wife's going to leave you or something, you're going to have to deal with a fine, you're going to be suspended a little bit. But I don't think it should ruin your life. You know, we've all done things that happen in the public spotlight. I've said things. And we say, can we run a couple of things by you guys? <laughs> and so we took the stuff down there and they said, whoa, hello, this is blackmail. Private. Where if they was, came out in public, they'd be like, oh, my Holy gosh, shit. kill them. Like, no, but it, you oh, say it at a time. God. Did you guys hear about this Netflix guy, the one of the vice presidents of Netflix? He was uh, like a family guy going to see his kids play soccer, and one of the like other soccer mom or a soccer mom came up, and he's like, it happens all the time because they're uh, they want to ask about the show, and he's like, you know, Danny Masterson was fired from his Netflix show for alleged sexual harassment, rape, and all that, and you know, the guy from uh, '70s show. So this, oh, this right. woman came up to this oh executive, gosh. and th this guy had no idea. He wasn't part of the show, and asked about, you know, why didn't Netflix fire Danny Masterson yet? And the guy had no idea what she was talking about. He goes, maybe, uh, you know, they thought, like, the accuser didn't have enough, like, credit or something. I have no idea. Um, and then she's like, well, I was that person that was accused. Netflix fired this guy. He doesn't have a job. And he was oh. like, I thought, I thought it was like a soccer mom asking me. I didn't know what to say. And um, I feel like it's a little crazy. Like, uh, whoa, wow! There should sir. be consequences. James Franco. That's it. James Franco, overrated actor. Never liked him. Very overrated. I'm a big you do? fan. You do? You like yeah. him? I don't know why. I don't. 
know about his acting ability. I just think he's funny. I just feel like I, I laugh at a lot of shit that he says. He's a good-looking guy. I loved him in Pineapple Express so much. Maybe I just give him a, a good pass play. on every role he takes. I do like him in uh, Planet of the Apes and uh, yeah. that film he's in with uh, one of the millions he's dope in with uh, Jonah Hill. Hands down, dopest dope I've ever smoked. Right Not here. Like the end of the world one. Kidding. Which one is that? It's oh, funny. Yeah, the end of he's the world. He's the best character in that. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. He's good in that. He's good. I like him. He's good. He's good. Just uh, you, you think, just don't like this. Don't let him host the Oscars. And 127 hours, you think overrated and over just. Completely it wasn't a huge man. I saw that in the theater too on opening night. I thought it was gonna be good. I was like, oh, it was a big, it was like the big buzz. I was like, let's go. Who did this? Did what? What are you talking about? Jizz all over the pages of this nice magazine. I was nice enough to tell you about. Was it you, Seth? No? It was mm. me, Franco. I fucking made jizz in your magazine. What? When I fucking jack off long enough, I end up jizzing, dude. I'm assuming the same shit works for you. Real fucking smart answer. Why don't you fucking aim, huh? I have a particularly explosive ejaculate. It just goes everywhere. It's like a fucking... And I was like, ah, it's painful. More, more pain. Oh, it left me leading some paprika. It was just pain. It was mostly pain. Oh you guys want to take a quick break and come back with some what the hell is wrong with people? There's a lot. <laughs> Scar, want to come back and uh, do a little W T H? Cardi's betting right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Rockets, Suns, with it, with it. I think the spread's like fifty. I think Night of the Roxbury's on tonight. We better get that on DVR. God. It's a great flick. Gross. What? McCombs there. Just kidding. No, I do like that movie. The movie's hilarious. Great. For some reason, I was thinking of something else. A shitty buddy comedy. You were thinking of Corky Romano. Perhaps. Mayhaps. You were thinking of Due Date. No. All right. Did we uh, go to break? Yeah. We will return uh, uh, abbreviatedly (laughs) and sequesterally after this. Spice. Put these trash bags for the baby's diaper trash can. It's just endless. Oh, man. List after list after list. It's just what we need. There he is. Scotty. Yeah, it's, it's, it's practically the same difference, though. At the end. I mean, Cut deals. I, I would bring up the show. attorney, the seller's concession. No benefits to You know when you're waiting in line at Starbucks and someone's on the phone? Who is that? Um, um, it's, uh, 
Offspring. What in the world happened to you? Yeah, what the hell is wrong with people? My answer a lot. Michael. My what? first guess would be a lot. Okay, uh, so. People. Making angry noises. Things like that things can, like bother, that can people. bother people. Yeah, a lot of things can, 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 can bother people. Which is why I pose the question. What? What? The hell? The hell? Is wrong with people? The hell? Is wrong with people? particular segment we're going to dedicate to the good old truck drivers of the world, particularly in the northeast New York City metro area. Ooh. Ooh. To include, not uh, just to limit tractor trailer drivers. We're going to dedicate this one to the bus drivers as well, those who operate the MT buses, MTA buses. Uh, Gotta be brutal. And any other, uh, yeah, and, and any any other CDL requiring operator. So, you know, this is nothing new, but I really think uh, that this past weekend. I had finally had enough, and this has got to be said. So I'm driving across the Verrazano Bridge. Verizon. And by the way, there's an echo. My voice is talking back to me. You sound perfect on my end. Do you sound good Do you want me to take that back then, and, and you can edit it out? No, you just, sure. I'm, I'm recording. You sound fine. You do, do sound good. Uh, you okay. can just jump off do. now. Okay. All right, so I'll start over. You can just edit it later. Then. All right, so we're going to dedicate this one to the truck drivers, all CDL operators. Oh this one's to you. So just recently, I'm driving over the Verrazano Bridge, and I'm, I'm playing a chicken race with a FedEx driver. I'm going to it's bad traffic because mm -hmm. and, uh, it's bad traffic. Where are you going to go? I get it. People want their packages delivered. Time is money. Got it. But at the end of the day, we're all going to end up at the same traffic light because that's just the traffic situation. Yeah. And this guy was really pissing me off. He kept cutting me off. And then he cut somebody else off. And he cut somebody else off. And then he's, they shouldn't do and that. And then so now I want to cut him off. Yeah. Yes. And we exchange words, and he's just giving me kind of a way oh, yeah. Um You know what pisses me off is there's just not a how's my driving sign on the back of a truck when you need it. Oh. Yes. And we're going to get to that. It's always how it is. Sec. They always are The ones that have perfect. it are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And just oh, last yeah. night. I'm driving over the GWB, and I'm heading out. I'm, I'm in the uh, westbound side, going out to Jersey. And I see this uh, giant tractor trailer from some logistics company. And he's got a giant you know, roll bar gate on his front grill. He's pushing this poor woman in a Toyota Corolla. Oh, boy. And he's pushing her a while. And at first I'm thinking, oh, is he trying to help this woman? Did she stall out? She needs a push. No, she was just a poor, unfortunate soul who happened to get rear-ended uh, by some guy who thinks that just because what? he's bigger than what? everybody else, that he's king dick of the road. Oh. And he's he is shoving this woman for like 500 feet. And shes I can see this poor woman, like she's trying to hold on for dear life onto the steering wheel. Oh and I'm looking gosh. at this whole thing like, holy shit, you know, it's like oh watching... The spaceship arrival oh, of the city yeah. in Independence oh, my Day. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Oh, 
So finally, this woman pulls over. She goes over to the side. This guy just, of course, you know, keeps oh on gosh. driving because he figures, wow. oh, well, I can't. So he just keeps going. And again, there's no, how's my driving number? I can't call this guy's ditch dispatcher. Yes. Uh, yeah, it, and it say, needs hey, to be one. You guys driving like an asshole. And so this poor woman, I see her pull over. And, you know, I would have liked to have pulled over myself and said, hey, look, I got a shot of this guy's plate. Don't worry about it. But, you know, I guess I'm just equally to blame because the traffic was not good. Uh, she could have been. And I, I had mean, to make her. my own way in and out of the lanes to keep going. And, you know, I had places to be. But, I, I mean, I sure hope this woman got a shot of his plate because uh, th this needs to stop. These guys who think they own the road, let me tell you something. If you pull shit like that, you should have, everybody, I'm telling you, should have a how's my driving. If you can present sufficient evidence to say you're driving, your guy, he's driving like an asshole, you should lose your CDL. Absolutely. Immediately. And the reason, people don't and, call. Uh, I, and these MTA drivers are just as bad. These bus oh. drivers, just they just pull oh. into you. Again, they know they got to make their stops at the right time, and everybody knows. But no, they okay. endanger everybody else. They don't give a shit. They'll just shove you aside. It's everybody get out of my way. And it's right now a time that we got to stand up against this. So hopefully uh, my speech, may have, my rant may have yeah. resonated in, in, in a manner in which Oprah might have changed the Oprah. world. But that is so true. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. So Biscardi, That is so true. They were pushing this car off the road. Yeah, he was just shoving her along. He had like a giant uh, roll Seven. bar, like a gate on his front grill. Right. And he made contact with this woman's rear bumper, and uh. he's just moving her along. It was like watching, uh, what's his name, Robert Patrick, the the T-1000, you know, yeah. driving the truck, just killing everybody yeah. out of his way. He should have been arrested. I mean, that's uh, the reason you but don't these have. These guys don't care. No, they don't I've been sideswiped before. I got sideswiped by a box truck once. It's always on a bridge, too. I'm talking about the Parazano, the GWB. I got sideswiped years ago Jeez. Uh, on the Williamsburg Bridge. I had a Cadillac at the time. And, you know, this guy just took off my, my uh, rear my rear quarter oh, panel. What? Yeah, I remember that. There's a lot of damage. And, you know, these guys just don't care. But, like I said, I, I think every truck... This, this should be legislation. How's my driving on the back? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And if it's a privately owned truck, then you know what? I should be able to call you and tell you you're driving like an asshole. I'm going to report you. Yeah, you're dead. Somewhere, man. some some superior, some some Preach. Um, entity should be yeah. in charge oh of you. You're driving like you're just king dick of the road. You should lose your CDL. Man, absolutely. I remember driving That's to messed up. from you know home to state college on i-80 and those tractor trailers if you didn't like go as fast as you yeah. could around them Trailer they're they're just gonna wobble 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 yeah. lean ah! they're awful dead yeah people that have the uh how's my driving never get that number called because they're afraid of getting the number called so they drive perfectly you need to have that on everything yeah. as a deterrent drive like a grandmama that's awful. Yeah, especially if you're a FedEx guy. I mean, if, if somebody called in, 
said, here's the plate number. He would get reprimanded. I mean, that's like a company that can easily replace a driver. They don't need that kind of bullshit. Zigzagging in and out of lanes, which you're not even supposed to really be doing on the right. bridge. Right. Uh, but he's just like, oh, well, I don't care. Yeah, what I'm doing is fine. Oh, well. Don't that's your problem. Because they, they, they know they're going to get away. Yeah. They get paid per stop. Per package they deliver, so every signature they get, that's how they get so paid. Speed is uh, a benefit. Well, they, yeah, but they do get paid by the hour, but, but they also get like a kind of a bonus for every package delivered. Sounds like a pretty good gig. But on a bridge, you can't be weaving in and out. You're on a bridge. You can't. Just you know, they don't care. I hate people that drive. I do. I I did this thing twice in the past month. It's not a smart thing to do, but people will, t will uh, you know, tail you really close in L.A. sometimes if you're not going 20 above the limit, you know, and they'll get so close to you that they're in a hurry. Mm. And I always do this thing. I get so mad. I get so filled with such road rage that I'll quickly pull to the side, and the second they get in front of me, I'll gun it behind them, and I'll start, like, rear end, like, getting close to them. Yep. And I did it to this woman the other day, and she gunned it. She was scared to death because I just – I. Went to the side, and I, I mean, I was close. I was, like, two feet away from her grill at, like, 40 miles an hour. And I'm just, like, stop fucking riding my ass. Uh, if you're in a hurry, go around me or something. You know what I mean? When I'm talking someone, two lane street. Right. When you're already going over the it. speed limit, like, when it's 45 and you're going 60 because the road, that's fine. The flow of traffic can handle it. Yeah. If someone's on your ass there but there's nothing in the right lane, just go. Just go no around me the other way. We're already speeding. Yeah. Or Your life's not that important. Or, oh, you want you want a lead? You want to take the lead? Okay, I'll get over. And then let them right. get in front, and then you go behind, right, right behind them. <laughs> the driver so thing is the worst, though. The truck drivers, that's so true. That's a perfect oh. what the hell is wrong with and people. Because they are looking at LeBron, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul Aggressive. and Dwayne and, Wade uh, to land on the same team for the final few the years of their careers. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna—they're yeah. called the, the Banana Boat Team. Yeah, there needs to be some like more checks yeah. and balances. I've never seen a truck pulled over. I know it happens, but I don't really? see police. Let's check this over. I, I've seen it happen maybe once or twice, but for the amount of times you see these aggressive drivers on the road, you figure there'd be a better like checks and balances system. Like the, how's my driving? They're never on there. Did I see I just, the one you look for? I see a big tractor trailer or, you know, just huge, whatever, 18 wheel or whatever they are. 12 wheel pulled over yeah. once a day on I-95. Oh. Usually Spection. with a man of the second Oh, that's good. Good. Behind the wheel. Well, in LA, there's a big ice cream truck problem. There's, there's illegals that drive around in these ice cream trucks that are like, rusted out from the '70s, selling oh, shit to kids. Tetanus no ice cream. And it's like, these these rickety dinkety ice cream trucks that come in, clearly from like the '70s, playing oh. this music, and it's like you wouldn't want to eat anything that came out of there, you know? And it's awful. Oh, they're like it's awful. Rusty. Brakes probably rotted out, oh. probably retreaded, you know, tires from the, the 80s. It's, it's awful. It's carbon monoxide. In that Adam Carolla did a whole, a whole podcast episode on that. It's funny. Oh, no about way. About these rusted out vans. Yeah, it's, 
It's in the top five. It's like pretty Borat, funny. Borat van. Right. They're making ice right. cream in it. Those uh, trucks, man. That's insane. Awful. There's a big crackdown here on uh, and all over the country. 7-Elevens. What? They're cutting down. They're oh. cracking down this on. This is what the ice cream truck has turned into in Los Angeles. It's a van an ice cream with an attic van? for raping. That's up top. <laughs> It's got it's got four fucking rusty wheels, retreads, a guy, so an undocumented sudden, guy. My Seven Eleven. I read that news. Then all of a sudden, at my Seven Eleven, a man and a woman. I believe I believe they're married. Have started working at our Seven Eleven. <laughs> they have name tags that say their name, and it says like Jan fran- franchisee. Scott. Yeah, mom and pop. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow. I've only seen one 7-Eleven with a white guy working there. It was in Pennsylvania. This guy should have been a history teacher. He had a white beard. He was probably retired and just wanted to, like, work. Right. And he'd be like, you know, Wilson started the League of Nations, and the reason it failed was because the Allies in World War One and the post— and he, I mean, this guy was probably a history teacher, just wanted to work. But you'd get a coffee, and you'd be like, yeah, just get the shitty milk you have here. You know, Mocha was imported from the South Pacific after the Tariff Act of 22. And you're like, very hungover right now. I just want to get some coffee. But then other than that, you don't see, you know, you don't see like the mom and pop franchisee. I didn't know they were cracking down. Yeah, because usually, yeah, right. They all hire illegal immigrants, underpay the shit out of them, and they're never there. They show up like once a month for the audit or however often that happens. And now... I've met a great guy except... Bad stuff. They're cutting down. I met a great guy in a 7-Eleven. This guy was probably, you know, he had like a suit on. Not that great of a suit. Probably like a working, yeah, just above working class man. And I'm getting coffee and he goes, blueberry. And I was like, hello? And he's like, this 7-Eleven is the only one in a 20-mile radius that serves fresh blueberry flavored coffee every morning. And I was like, it's very nice to know. More you know. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't know what to say. I was like tired. I'm like, thanks a lot. Thank you. And he's like, I always come here for my blueberry. I'm like, it's getting weird. Wait. And uh, he, blueberry see. coffee is a thing apparently at 7-Eleven. There's a blueberry flavored coffee. He said this though guy, that that 7-Eleven oh is the only 7-Eleven where that has blueberry coffee. Right. I guess he because he has like a commute. He he mapped out the 7-Eleven's proximity. Oh. And and he wasn't—he wasn't a homeless, crazy guy. He had a suit on and got into a car. But he's like Blueberry. He's the like, only uh, one. And I was like, How Thank did he you. know multiple Seven Elevens didn't have Blueberry? I don't know. I, I didn't want to ask too many questions. I was like, yeah. Thank you. I, I guess I'll try the Blueberry. And I tried it, and it was like not really sold on Blueberry flavored coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Own the place. The worst are the guys at Seven Eleven. You know who I'm talking about. The guys in front of you, you're trying to get like a pack of cigs or a Sprite or something, and they're like, and, and they're right in front of you. And the clerk's like, can I help you? And he's like, uh, how much are those chimichangas there? And you're like, oh, for the love. Let me get one of those. No, it's not even how much. It's let me get one of those. Let me get one of those sausage hot dogs over there. One of those. Yeah, that. No, no, not that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that I, one. And I'm like, it's 8 in the morning. Shameful look. 
today. And a they're the worst common, they're the lowest common denominator in society, I think, are people that order food at Seven Eleven when there's a line. It's like, it's like child molesters are here, and they're just <laughs> above them. I'm like, when, if, or when you get any blood work done after a diet of Seven Eleven chicken wings, pizza, and chicken cups, and mystery sticks. What, like, uh, uh, their blood uh, must look like jelly, like Smuckers. It's, <laughs> it's awful. I went through a phase where I'd buy 7-Eleven pizzas because the guy oh was gosh. pushed it on you and he had such pride in it, and they were awful, but they were like five bucks, and he'd be like, I make it fresh. Uh, Raja John's. Instead of Papa John's, it was Raja John's because he's an Indian, and I was like, Yes, I'll take one of your fresh pizzas. Everyone got people got sick. I mean, it was, but I was like, yeah, he's such a nice man. I was like, went in there for like, you know, a big gulp or something. Big gulp, I'm fucking drinking those, like a pack of gum. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take a pizza. What's What's the name of the best pizza place you've ever been to in your life? I don't remember, but it was in Detroit. Biscardi would know. Biscardi knows pizza. What was it? I would say crisp, a place called Crispy's. It's Crispies. a really corny name, Crispy's with a K. It's not, you know, Italian. It's not like, it's not, it doesn't sound like Vito's Pizza or anything. Um, it's a small takeout only kind of place. Uh, uh-huh. It was around the corner from me on, on uh, I won't plug it, but it was near me. Um, and they made this incredible vodka sauce pie. Ooh. And the, the, the crust was like Italian bread. It had sesame seed on it. It was just out of this world. I've never had a, a oh my gosh. pizza like that. Yeah. Oh, it's so insane. Because when you said Krispies, I, I wanted to jump for joy because the, the best pizza I've ever had in my life Sounds is good. down here in Fort Lauderdale at Burgerfine. Galaxy Pizza in the mall. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that in Problem Child? <laughs> In Fort Lauderdale. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. There's a great place in Florida called... Uh, Galaxy. It was just called some generic, like Mamma Mia's, which there's plenty of all Mama over the place. Yeah, I think it was a point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was one but like they're good, right? or somewhere. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Boston on the beach. We only order from them now. Mamma Mia's? Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, let me go home. I don't remember the name of the place, but I had, but it, it was in Detroit, and I was 12, and I was up there visiting my my, my father, who lived up there at the time, hmm. and uh, it was great. And we, we picked up the airport, and it was freezing, and we went to this pizza place, and the guy came in, and, and uh, the owner, my dad's like, that guy's in the mafia. And I was like, the mafia? And he's like, shut up! Oh! And I was like, oh, and he's like, it's very good pizza, sir, it's very it good. And this pie thumbs. had like, the sauce was almost like fine tomatoes chopped into it and like cooked just enough where there's like a little bit of texture. I don't remember the name of it. It was the best pizza I've ever had. At 12 years old, I still remember the taste. It was so good. It was like Dude, a gourmet pizza. Uh, I've never heard of a, a vodka pie. That sounds good. Is that what good. you said, Biscardi? Like vodka sauce? Yeah, it was made the tomato. Dick sauce. Yeah, it was a vodka sauce, and it had like creme fraiche and fresh mutts on it, and it was just oh. out of this world. Erection. But there was yeah. there was a place, and I won't plug this one either because I don't know who's listening. But 
uh, was it two years ago maybe when they had this tomato sauce pizza war uh, in Brooklyn and oh. Staten Island. What? The Bonanno family owned one place. Oh my gosh! And then uh, oh gosh. there was this other place yeah. in New Utrecht, and um, Utrecht? the oh owner gosh. got smoked oh, out wow. right outside of his doorstep. Oh, I remember that. We talked. Yeah. We actually talked yeah. about that in Nebraska. Did we? Yeah, okay. So oh. I tried the pizza, not there. Oh yeah. But I tried the pizza, which was supposedly the competitor. And the Bananos owned this place, I guess. And it was a real low-key place. Again, it's like a takeout only. Yeah. And uh, I remember trying it and thinking, I don't see what the big fucking deal is ah. here. The pizza really wasn't that great. It actually was not great at all. It was just a bland... Um, really? Was, there was something unique about the, the pizza. I think it was only... It was like marinara on the top. It was mostly sauce. I remember uh, that. I was like, eh, what is, you know, this is what, you know, I remember the lobster wars of the 90s when all the guys were killing each other over lobster traps. But oh, this yeah, stuff is not talk, something yeah. far more over. The lobster like, wars. You know, Where was the lobster um, wars? Tell me now. Oh, New yeah. That, yeah, it was back in the 90s. It was all over Long Island. Uh, oh, in New York. There were guys, over yeah. Food. There were guys shooting each other over dropping pots in in, in other people's territory. Yeah. Oh, but there's really no a, lobsters left in the a, area. A, so, oh, is that that's how you know you're getting good food in it? New York? Best food you can get in the world yes. is New York City and the in the outer areas because people are dying for it. It's good. You know, you're getting real stuff. To this day, Jen says the best pizza she ever had a slice was in New York. We we stopped at some place and we were there. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it. She's like. I've never had pizza like this. It doesn't exist in California. I said, it doesn't exist like this in Pennsylvania. I mean, you're getting like the, the best. I even had like a flat bread water. in New York City, and it was like, I, I could have had four of them. Heather They're and I so split good. one. I could have eaten four and more myself. So hey, let me ask you this. Speaking of My food, uh, resolution, I think, for this year, which flat, was flat one bread. of them, I don't think I'm going to pull this one off, but I'm going to try. Uh-oh. Um, Going to try and get a table at Rayo's, and I'm gonna put forth whatever effort I can to do so. Oh, do it at the table at Rayo's. Rayo's. I don't know if I it's, think, it's probably not gonna it. happen, but but I, I'm going. That's that's something that I've been meaning to do this year. If one person can pull it off, you can. I've seen you get into some pretty. No, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. No, that's you, that's. You, Give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. To the sky, the sky bar on a on a busy night. We're free. Uh, pretty good. What the hell is the ginger on Rayos? Is it like impossible to get a seat? Yeah, it takes like an act of Congress. It's more than like who you know. You can't just name drop. I mean, um, eighteen ninety six. Damn. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the reason it's just so coveted is because the tables are actually timeshares. Like what? And so people own those tables. So if you call the place, That's you'll get terrific. the same recording every single year. I mean, we could call them live on the air, and you, and you'll get the same recording right now. Well, what's, what's the uh, name of the place? There. The if if you call, they'll say thank you for calling Rayos. It's R A O. And, 
Pick that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they sell the same recording that the, the reservation book is booked up for the year and they're not accepting any reservations? It's been like that. It's now like that this year. It was like that last year and the year before and et cetera, et cetera. There's just no getting oh, here in. Here we go. Here we go. The sauce is uh, pretty cheap. Yeah, it's not too bad. But it's, you know, all the Hollywood moguls, all the wise guys, they go. And you're not really a true New Yorker. Until you, I should say you're not true New York until you've eaten there. If you have eaten there, you are definitely true New York. In New York. At this time, our reservation book for 2018 is closed. We will not be any reservation requests left on this line. Thanks for calling Rayos. Have a happy and healthy new year. And have a good day. Bye now. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Their entire That's year. Sad because the place really face. isn't the same as since Frank Pellegrino died, but um, his son now runs Pellegrino. it, Frank Pellegrino Jr., who is not an actor, I don't think, but... Um, Pellegrino, why does that sound so familiar? This well, he was like Johnny Dio in, in Goodfellas, he was the FBI agent, and he played an FBI agent too in, in Sopranos and Gotti, but he's really a restaurant. Oh, and he's the takeout order, press one. For hours of operation and restaurant address, press 2. For all other inquiries <laughs> or to reach a restaurant manager, Mark press Pellegrino? Three. Mark Frank. Pellegrino? Oh, Frank. Okay. Mark Pellegrino. Frank. An actor. Second episode of Prank Calls. I'm lost. Where are we going now? Well, anyway, this is BurgerFi in Boynton Beach. Thank you, Carmen BurgerFi in Boynton. This is Ike. How can I help you? Yeah, hi. What time do you guys open till tonight? Uh, we close at 11. Well, you can paint me oh. red on Johnny Appleseed. I am sorry. What time? <laughs> By the way. Fridays you... and Saturdays were 11 to 11, babe. You 11 know... to 11 Fridays and Saturdays. You know what? I'm just not going to eat until tomorrow because you guys have the best burgers in Boynton Beach. And believe me. Oh, man. I fucking love them. Hey, let me ask you this real quick before, right. before I let you go. Yeah. It, if if I'm having some friends in from out of town, if if I wanted to, I'm taking them to BurgerFi because that's a tremendous. What burger? What burger should I give? What's your favorite as an employee there? To be honest, oh man, it's gonna be between the breakfast all day burger for me and mm. just a, a regular cheeseburger, BurgerFi mm. cheeseburger. But I like all oh the fun. Mm. So I always change our fun and add a few extra things to it. Ooh. That sounds good. By the Ooh, way, you're live in the air with the podcast. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You can never Ooh. go wrong with that burger other than the fried egg. She's really into her product. Oh. That's her baby. It's the hash brown on the burger is like fully patty size, so it's almost like a double cheeseburger. Ooh. That sounds out having to get french fries on the side so it's really good all right well i'll try the hash fries tomorrow and tonight i'm going to smoke the hashish and get ready for some sticky icky icky <laughs> <laughs> all right babe, oh my I'll gosh see you <laughs> all right sister smoke up bye <laughs> have a good night <laughs> that was burger fine boynton beach go, great Jerry. place go. great place Go we need to do Jay. one prank call an episode. New standard. Oh, one sure. prank an episode. New rule. That was a great point. We closed three hours ago, but I'm still going to answer the phone and tell you what I recommend. That's wow. good customer right there. I think I know who she was. There was a pretty cool, nice black chick in there. Yeah. 
Yeah, you should bring it up next time. Nice, plump, juicy butt cheeks. Are you going to go there this weekend? Maybe. It could happen. We have friends coming over tomorrow to just hang out, watch the Eagles lose, and uh, we'll, we may go to BurgerFi. <laughs> I like your attitude. I like your ginger snaps. Sixers up 15-1. What? They're That's not, not a real game. Oh, man. We got to do one prank call in that episode. Now my dick sweat for some more pranks. Now I want more. And now... Sponsor John, 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 John. Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John, Sponsor John. Sponsor John, 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 John. Dude, I can't believe they have a year closed reservations. You must well, just have yeah, like I said, that's the reason. Well, people don't realize that people own those tables. So Martin Scorsese probably owns one of those tables. Bo Deedle probably owns one of those tables. I mean, um, I've always wondered if, you know, there's probably guys who are doing life sentences in uh, the federal system, like Vinny Baggiano. Vinny Gorgeous has probably still got a table that there, and they got to, you know, People have to check in <laughs> still to see if yeah. they get his table, even though he's never going to use it. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I, you're going to get in there. If there's one person that can finagle, it's the kid. It can be yeah, done. if you read like Google reviews, there's some people who on like rainy days have been able to take themselves in, but okay. uh, you know, it's all. It's all, mm. I guess, you know, luck of the draw. But the place ain't in the, the you know. The touristy part of town. I mean, it's up in Spanish Harlem. Uh, oh. It's on 114th Street, so it's oh, not like yeah, it's not like you pass it while you're on your way to you know the Hard Rock or something. Right. Right. Yeah. Planet you know, Hollywood. It's, it's a true it's the middle of heaven. yeah. It's a true New yeah. York City. Um, What's the, what's the word? It, it's, it's a hole in the wall, but it's it's yeah, it's a true joint, yeah. is what it is. That's a, it's a joint. staple, yeah, it's a, a staple, a gem. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like the but Chateau Marmont. Yeah, it's not really been the same though since Frank Pellegrino died. Chateau Marmont. Frank Pellegrino. It sounds pretty good. Rayos. Rayos. It was in the uh, movie Wolf of Wall Street. <clears throat> yeah. Broadway, Danny. Hold Rose. on, I got the cat out. Jay Z shot the music video for DOA, <clears throat> Death of Autotune at Rayo's. Wow. Yeah. So, you either got to be DiCaprio, Scorsese, or Jay Z. Wow. Jay Z, yeah, that's where they. He shot that's a video where he goes. for uh, DOA. Henry, or not yeah, Henry, I was going to say, uh, it was DOA there. Ray Liotta was yeah, doing yeah, research. Yeah. He, he tells stories about when he was. You know, studying for Henry Hill on Goodfellas, and he meets uh, a, a maid guy from the Lucchese family, I guess, and he's having dinner with him at Rayo's. He's had a whole story about. It. He talked about it on. Uh, oh yeah. Somebody's on, uh, show. On or, Bill or something. It was Bill Maher. It was. Uh, the I saw that. I saw that clip. It was good. It was good. Yeah, so. That is. A resolution that's going to be on my resolution list probably for years to come. Oh, yeah. But, uh, that's a good one, yeah. though. A carrying well, over resolution. Gen yeah, I, that's probably like the decoy yeah, bring it in. 
phone number. They, I'm sure they have a reservation phone number. That's like a secret line, right. which is like calling the Oval Office. Yeah. Or like definitely. The definitely. Phone. Definitely. Right. My resolution is getting a Diarreos, the food truck up the street that serves tacos. It's not hard to get into, but I just I can't eat there because it's disgusting. It's just but hard it's, to it's, get it out. It's just hard to get it out. I love the prank calls, man. Oh, prank, yeah, oh, we man got, that was great. Every show, we got to do a prank call. You just get a little taste, and now you want more. Oh, my gosh. That's all I want to do now. Call me, yeah, call me 18 and immature again, but that's all I want to do. Yeah. Is star six seven and just prank the shit. Yeah, we're like recovering prank call addicts who just like had a mm-hmm. sniff. Lord Delaney. Yeah. I mean, part of the artwork of the, the original podcastle sh- uh, show is prank calls. We gotta up the game with those. I feel like it's a lost oh. art. People don't do them anymore. Oh yeah, big time. Just been done. Bring- Tweet us. Who do you want us over to prank call? Your father? Yeah, your tweet sister, us. Your best friend, your ex. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Don't post any numbers publicly, but you can private message us with the number and we will call them on the air for you. Yeah, if you're listening right now and I don't know you in real life, mm-hmm. I'll prank call anyone you know for you. Yeah. And we'll make it good. We'll even keep you on the line. Yeah. As a reference. We'll keep you abreast. We could even mute you and have you instruct us on what to say. It's just mm-hmm. great. It's just Sunshine. great. Yeah. You know how I really want to prank call is like some debt collection company, you know? You know, you know people that like call people at 8 a.m. and they're like, would you like to make a payment? I want to call those people. Yeah. And be like, I want to make a payment. And just give them like a little bit of information to keep them on the line for like an hour. But but not enough where they can hang up because they can't hang up because it's a, you're somebody that wants to make a payment. That's their job. You know, make up some name. John Smith. There's probably a thousand in there that owe money. What's your address, sir? Well, now I need to verify a few things. I'm returning your call, and I have a credit card. Can you look up? It was the it was the Dotson that I had a that I, I had an insurance claim out. The Dotson. I think because I was part owner of a company for seven months. Um, I keep getting a call from somebody, insurance or some bullshit, thinking that I'm still a business owner. (laughs) And in the beginning, I just kept hanging up on them within like 30 seconds because they don't even ask me if I'm still a business owner. They just assume I Mm. am when I pick up the phone and they just go right into their pitch. So like by the seventh time, I just let them go and I put the phone down and I'm like, oh, great. Oh, okay. And then I get them all the way to the part where they're like, now, would you like to put that on, you know, credit or whatever? And I go, oh, wait a second. Isn't this for the owner? And they're like, aren't you the owner? I'm like, oh, no, I don't do that anymore. Have a good day. (laughs) 40-minute phone call. Isn't that a lost uh, cause, though? I mean, who today calls anyone and gets a lost art, gets money over the phone? I mean, really, why – why would you ever call someone and expect to like make a deal over a cold call? No. The it, only, it just doesn't uh, exist. The only thing that You're... I've seen done is you mail things with phone numbers. And then they call you, and then you try to get them to buy more than right. they're intending. A rule of thumb, you should yeah. never give your information over the phone in a call that you never placed anyway. could be anybody. 
Could be anybody. No ID. Oh, I don't even answer those. Yeah. The worst are robocalls. And you just get called from like, I don't answer any phone number, I don't know. But then I get one and it's like Missouri zip code. And it's because I had like some account with something like 10 years ago. It's like, we'd like to offer you this deal or it's like a political message, you know. Oh. Hi. Hi. I'm Brad Hi. Sherman. Hi. And if you're tired of traffic and you would like to do this, I'm like, I'm tired of you wasting my time with these bullshit calls. Not voting for you. This girl. Hi. I'm so glad I got a hold of you. How are you? Well, listen, I have an option for you for your home insurance. And I'm screaming, shut the fuck up. Stop fucking calling me as she's speaking. <laughs> there are websites online. Yeah, I, I think the should... worst robocall for me. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I get a lot of phone calls from what would appear to be my own phone number, but like one or two digits are changed. So that's yes. all I know. It's a you know, bullshit call. But no matter how many times I block it and report it as spam, they just change another digit somewhere and call from that number. And it's the same, you know, credit card company or whatever. Yeah. Spinning. You can't call them. Right. Bot. You can't call it back because it's uh, nothing will ever go through, but they can call you. It's so relentless. It should be illegal. Um, I yeah. get those, too. It's like one number off, and it's like a credit card company. There are websites online. I don't know if I should say this, but you can you can just submit anybody's number on there anonymously, and it'll robocall them like every hour, like 100 times until someone's like, I got to shut off my phone. Like If somebody really pisses you off, the there's websites you can just tell their number in, and then... That's it. They're done. They're just getting calls left and right. Maybe that's why I get so many calls. Maybe somebody robocalled me. That's why I'm getting all these numbers. Me too. Fuck. Dude, every day. I have like day, a thousand block numbers. Every day I get a call from um, Ambler, Pennsylvania. Yes. Uh, Columbus, South Carolina. And Ambler. I think like somewhere in Washington State. Every day without fail. I get calls like that too and they're like, we reviewed your job and your job application. Please call us back. God bless. Which, first of all, you would never say God bless in that. Second of all, I don't have any job applications out there. So, so I Googled these numbers, and it's like this scam where they want people to call. and They're just so bad, these yeah. people. Yeah. You should fuck with them. Well, I get the jobs from, like, Monster every now and then will spit me a, a, some recruiter. They'll, they'll, they'll shoot me an email. They saw my resume and it might be a good fit for this job, but they're actually pretty good jobs. Like some of them pay well into the six figures, but I'm like, you know, I have no background in this. What the hell is this guy talking? What is he writing me for? Right. So I write, I just, for the hell of it, I write him back one day and he says, okay, submit a resume here, upload it. I'm like, okay. And then I get an email a couple days later that I'm not quite qualified, but thank you for considering this company. For you know, future endeavors, maybe there's something else they can work with me on. But no, you called me. Right. Evidently, you thought I was a good fit for this job. Yeah, this was your idea. Um, yeah, you called me, yeah. jackass. You get points just for calling. Right. If you ever get a really annoying call, like an aggressive one, somebody that's like trying to collect debt or harassing or whatever, some kind of company, you can always just say you're a cop and it's a murder scene investigation, and that like, well, this is his phone that was ringing. And who are you, sir? Now you're a suspect. And just kind of turn it on them. 
Well, this is a crime scene, sir. Detective Adams here. What is your name again? Where are you located? How do you know this this guy? You know, I don't fuck with him real bad. Like, no, no, I'm just calling to collect debt. Well, now you're part of this. Now you're involved. Now you're a murderer. Suspect. And we're going to need some info. Collect calls. Yeah. Yeah. You guys want to slide over a little sports? Sports of June. Sports of Clips. Sports of Clark. Cubs Chris Bryant gets 10.85 million, most for a first-time arbitration eligible player. So that's one year. Second or third year. Uh, One-year contract, 10.85 million. I think he was. I think he was in the MVP category. So, but I don't get why it has to be one year. It's kind of strange. Arbitration's a strange thing. I don't really get it. Where the hell's Clark? That's all. <laughs> I just turned. That's that's among the lawyers. I just turned to look. I suppose. From my notes, and what is oh. he doing? He's creeping around. It looks like he went to go get another brewski. Wait, Clark! I turned Dick over. Dick Tracy. And you were gone. Um, Sorry. Mookie Betts picks arbitration hearing over Dick further Bluden. negotiations. Clark, do you know anything about arbitration? I know what arbitration means. I just don't know what, how it applies to, uh, like, if a team comes in and is like, this lord, this like sports agent's going to get you the better deal between these two teams. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Uh, Betts was the lone holdout, and according to the Red Sox assistant general manager Brian. O'Halloran. The sides have agreed to let a panel of three arbiters determine the All-Star right fielder's 2018 salary in a hearing next month. It's like three people determine, well, at the very most, a team would offer him $10.85 million, so if you don't give him that, another team will. So you better give it to him. Trying to get him the better deal. Something like that. Burger mm-hmm. Zimmerman hasn't decided on Bradford's status against the Saints. So, into football playoffs starting tomorrow, kicking off with the Eagles. Now uh, the whole thing wraps up with the Vikings and the Saints Sunday at 4.30. Case Keenum. <laughs> you guys, what? You guys were so right with your predictions, too. I was, I was like one for three over uh, last weekend of who would win. Oh, you were Sorry. one for three? I was. Two, I think I was two and two. I think you guys were three and one and four. Got, no, I was. Oh. I was like two for three. Yeah, better than I. Yeah, I think it was one for. It was bad. So Case Keenum's their starter, the Vikings, and he, uh, what's, Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater is the backup. Bridgewater. Sam, Sam Bradford is third string quarterback on this team. Eagles. So strange. So he may not. Even, it is glossy. He may not even dress. He's so such an overpaid undressing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Predictions: Falcons, Eagles, Biscardi, go. I'll go Eagles. It's the first time a number one seed at home is an underdog in eight thousand years. Um. My buddy who gambles says the gambling world is secretly picking the Eagles to win outright. Clark, prediction. Eagles. 
I go Falcons. Oh. Yeah. I think Eagles are going to lose to the Saints at home, second round, second game. I don't think they're going to beat the Saints at all, but I think yeah, they can I think they'll it. blow it at the the deciding yeah. big match yeah. game. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. I hope you guys are right. I hope they win tomorrow, but that game kicks off 4:30, 4:25 and um the next game Titans Pats will this game be over before the second quarter? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Or will it be competitive? Slice me. Uh, I don't know. The past few games have been competitive. Yeah. Yeah, Titans I think so. I think it'll be shocked. competitive till the third. I don't think they're going to get past the Patriots, though. No. Historically speaking, I don't think anybody can. What if they now, pull off what they did? Total destruction. Bills? I don't know. Yeah. What if what? Like, what if the Patriots come out, bury them, bury the Titans early, and then <laughs> the Titans do what they did against the Bills? They just, like, crawl. Or not the Bills. Whoever the hell they just beat. Who did they beat? Who did they upset? Uh, tit- Titans just took down, what was it? The- Chiefs. The Chives. Chiefs, yeah, Kansas right. City. What if they do the same thing to them? The 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 water the fire water drinkers like they marry out of them they like almost college football they capitalize on mistakes they kind of broken plays turn into first downs that shouldn't have happened it'd be great the the tremendous but we're all I mean banking on the Patriots winning and playing this team who has maybe the best defense in the NFL the Jaguars in Pittsburgh the Steelers. Clark, did I cut you off? No. Oh. No. I'm listening to your Clark sauce. The Steelers. No, I don't think they're. I don't think the Titans are going to do that. I think Tom no. Tom Brady and them. They're just too good. They just no. don't let that shit happen. Yeah. Not at Foxborough. Not at Gillette. It's just they're just yeah, too good. Yeah. I think they're going to go get really shitty after he leaves, and the team's just going to have to rebuild, and it's going to be like morale's low. And, They'll be shitty again, but yeah. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen for another two years at least. He's yeah. just he's too good. Yeah. I mean, he's 40 years old. He's, he's in the prime of his life. He's just winning, and he's just too good. And the offense doesn't require him to, like, move around much. So no. age doesn't really become a factor yet. It's he's just not like to keep his arm up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not he like Brett Farr later years with like a great quarterback with like shitty players in some years that just he's getting beat up. He's, their team's just too good. I think they're going to be back in business, really. Now sports is under control. <laughs> Steelers dealing with their own drama off the field with possibly their best player, the running back Le'Veon Bell, said if they give him another franchise tag, he will retire or go elsewhere. Something tells me they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't know why. I just think so. Dude, they should. Good call. If they don't, I believe they're underachieving. They have so many weapons on offense. They should just be running all over teams. But there's all this... Weird drama that's not Steeler-like, not Pittsburgh-like at all. Um, I feel like him saying that two days before a playoff game is slightly unprofessional, but he is really amazing. Le'Veon. Yeah. Yeah. Le'Veon. 
And sounds like a woman's private part. As mentioned earlier, <laughs> Saints, Vikings, Clark. Okay, uh, where are they playing at? Vikings. Yeah, Minnesota, I think the Vikings don't you know? No, I think the Saints are gonna. I think the Saints are gonna are still gonna win. Oh yeah. Lord Biz. Minnesota. Lord Biz. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Excuse me. Saints. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Yeah. All right. I want to get this straight. I have the Falcons. You guys have the Eagles. We all have the Patriots. Do we? Yeah. Right. I I say Patriots. Yes. Okay. We all have the Steelers. Steelers, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Clark, Vikings, Biscardi, yes. Saints, me, Saints. No, Saint, I think the Saints are going to beat the Vikings. Biscardi said Vikings. Oh, right. No, I made a mistake. I was just uh, saying oh. in Minnesota because you said they're playing in Minnesota. I, I, Minnesota. Something triggered me to say, yeah, right, Minnesota. Right. <laughs> so no, Saints. Saints. All right, so no, we are it's... all on the same page except for the Eagles. Um, over. <laughs> remember, remember that episode of The Sopranos when Tony's <laughs> talking about the, the Russian woman's leg? And it's like, you know, you got to take care of the knees. You got to watch the knees. Ask Joe Namath. And he just threw that out there. Oh, yeah. Cormella. And I was like, what a great reference. Right. Joe Namath. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Joe Namath, who actually yes. sucked. Hero. Jets have Jets have the coolest old school jerseys ever, or uh, throwback shirts. Helmets. Like when somebody wears an old Jet shirt, there's nothing cooler. Yeah, isn't that the logo is timeless? Now, awesome. It's in like every movie. All right, I'll, I'll shut up. I'm sorry, but Jets gear, man. I'm sorry. Great gear. Yeah, Great stop, gear. Stop talking so much on your podcast. Around the league, the standings. Yes. Top four in the East, Celtics, Raptors, Cavs, your Miami Heat. The Heat are still Not mine. going crazy. And in the West, the Warriors, Rockets, Spurs, and Timberwolves. Continuing on in the NBA, they fine Rodney Hood 35 grand for slapping a fan's cell phone. This guy gets ejected for mouthing off. Uh, as he's walking off the court, this big, fat, huge, old white guy is like filming him, like ah ha ha, and Rodney Hood just slaps the phone right out of his hand, <laughs> goes flying into the crowd. Man, it was great. It was great. It's tremendous. You know, I don't, as you as you know, follow you know, basketball, but I've, no, I'm curious: is how good is Mark Cuban? team the Mavericks I mean if you were a billionaire is that the team that you would buy hmm. the Mavericks it's a good question I don't know um yeah I mean they're always competitive they're always in the playoffs even if they're like the eighth seed the, the Mavs yeah are always good enough to be f very valuable. contenders completely so valuable. pretty good investment big time yeah, yeah okay. sure sure but I mean he know, turned thinking them about into investing. what they are you know, like he he built them mm -hmm. from kind of like a joke of a of a franchise. Right. Like he's eight. He's aging. 
Probably too. Is he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he looks really grizzled. But yeah, just I mean, a guy at... from the Berg, guy from Pittsburgh, invests in a team in Dallas, and he's very hands-on as a coach. I do know that. As a, yeah. He's not a coach. Owner. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's an owner who acts like a coach. Because he he's always there getting thrown out of games and stuff because he's yelling at you. Know, he can't just sit there in the owner's box. Right, he's got to be always like footage of him down on yeah down on the floor getting yelled at. Jack and taking off the floor. To, to email him, tell him what they want to change, and he just did whatever they said. You know, whatever within reason, yeah. and he, they, he turned the whole thing around. They they beat the Heat and they beat LeBron and Wade and Bosh in their first year together. Pretty good, pretty successful, smart yeah. guy. Yeah, so they have a championship. So there's like a success. Standings in the NHL. Yeah. Lightning, Capitals, Jets, Vegas Golden Knights. 18 and 2. And 1. I'm going to Vegas next month. I'm going to see if I can see a Golden Knights game. Yeah, Jen and I are going to go. Excalibur for my gosh. $29 a night. Michael. <laughs> they give away these rooms now, like in the off-season during the week. It's like 29 bucks a night to stay at like Excalibur. So I was like, let's just go. We'll go on President's Day. We're off. Excalibur. We'll go like Monday and Tuesday. Didn't another the casino just get knocked over? You have off cast- on Monday. Yeah, it did. It did. Got robbed. What did? Yeah. A casino. casino got robbed. Yeah, I thought mm. that was like impossible, but it's not. Oh my gosh! So scores around the league in the NBA, real quick. Currently, the Rockets lead the Suns in Phoenix, eighty-four sixty-five. As mentioned earlier, the Pacers beat the Cavs for their third loss in a row, ninety-seven ninety-five. The Wolves beat the Knicks, one eighteen one hundred eight. Milwaukee crushed by Golden State, one hundred eight ninety-four. Matthew? Matthew? Calling, sir. Hello? Available. I can't What's see. happening? I What's can't happening? See. I can't see. The I Apple know. Dick Feed. Hibernation sickness. Time to access the Apple Dick Feed. What is going on briefly before the end in the Apple Dick Feed? Well, I'm going to put this story to bed Just once and for all. Yeah, the Apple Dick Feed. The Apple Dick Feed. The Apple Dick Feed. So we have some substantial information. But Mayweather is still talking about a big payday with UFC. And I'm not going to bring this up again until something is actually in writing, scheduled with a pay-per-view date. But this guy, this guy Mayweather, is shamelessly throwing this out there. Like, I could make a billion dollars. I could make a... You're never going to make a billion dollars off of a sport, off of one fight. I don't care who you are. That's just... The money's not there. You're going to make a lot of money. Not a billion. Not UFC. The the audience isn't there for that much money. Uh, But he's still dick-teasing. Like a a prick-tease, this... uh, idea of UFC. I like your cerebral dick feed. 
You know what I think? Listen to what you guys think. I think he's a guy that is very successful. He, he's now that he's like retired, he's still like, well, I still gotta like do stuff. He's he's getting bored with he's like already bored. Dollars. Yeah, yeah, he wants to like uh, do something else. Did he put out a rap know. album yet? Did he do that? That's what he needs to do. I mean, he's done WrestleMania. He's not acting, right? Not he's not acting. Anymore. He's he's on Instagram a lot. He posts like uh, he has the best Instagram account. Just the stupidest daughter. things. Oh, help! It's like him in a dominatrix outfit with four women, and the next one's like enjoying candy, and you're like, dude, you are everywhere. But he's still throwing it out there that he may throwing get in the octagon. Throwing it out there. Oh, oh, this is my, this is my point about Mayweather. Uh, his rude thing is he was interviewed about the Me Too movement, and you know because he had incidents good, of good domestic violence and sexual assault. They said, "What about Me Too?" And he goes, "Yeah, I got a Bentley. I have Rolls Royce. Like I got all this money. That's what I mean by Me Too. If someone someone says to me like, "Hey, I got a Bentley," I say, "Me Too." Hey, I got two hundred million dollars. I say, "Me Too," and he took this issue of Me what? Too. And he started talking Fuck. about money and how rich oh he gosh. is. And the interviewer was like, what? <laughs> there was no like uh, follow-up question. They're like, well, no, we're talking about your, your history, Mr. Mayweather. You've had you know, sexual domestic violence issues, sexual assault. Um, Didn't the he... Me Too is about women that were you know, abused. What do you feel about that? He's like, when I hear Me Too, I usually say it when someone's like, yo, I got this. I got a, I got a Rolls. And I say, Me Too. Oh, and I was like, you need, you need to shut, you need to shut the fuck up and just go like, just do coke and get laid. Didn't he like, like not graduate eighth grade or you know? He's, like yeah, he's got an eighth grade. Maximum rating. I, yeah. I like your cerebral dick feed. Before we go, I know it's late there, and, I, and I'm gonna wrap it up. But do you guys know that? Oh my gosh! I, I, yeah, right. The kisser. Sports with John. John, 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 John. John. Real quick, Sorry, you guys want to hear what uh, Mayweather sounds like? You guys know what he sounds like, his voice in an interview? He sounds like... Uh, Here he is. Oh, his man. lipstick on. That's what the world demanded. Um, I put uh, myself in the right position uh, to make it happen. So I put myself in the right position to make it happen. Um, Say the same thing. As he talks... Good looking guy, but as For he talks, he shows off a little bit. Like, I had to, you know, I, I just had to do, do my thing. I had to just make it happen. He's like a cross between, like, Michael Jackson pre-90s and, uh, like, Mike Tyson. You know, he's got, like, a soft, yeah. whispery voice, but he's still like, I got to do it. I got to make it happen. Like uh, Jermaine Jackson, I mean. I got yeah. to kind of do it. I like your cerebral dick feed. He just speaks in like general terms, like just in like cliches. Oh yeah, and like, nothing smart. No, nothing like um, specific or there's like no example. No. All the it's what the world. How do you think Donald Trump is doing as a president? I mean, people just gotta do what they think they gotta do. Yeah. But what are you? But what <laughs> are you specific? We think, is he a good president? Yes or no? I mean, everyone's gotta think about. What's going to be happening in the future and make the right choice? We are okay. the world. All right. You guys want to put tonight in the W in the column of dub? Yeah, Follow Biscardi on Twitter at 
M. Scotty Jr. And on WordPress at bisblogger.wordpress.com. John at JDH272PSU. Myself at Kingman Prides. And you can tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcast. All shows available on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Until next time, until the next prank call, thank you for listening and stay classy, Internet. Trust. Godspeed. The Cheerios. <laughs> Great show, boys. Like your cerebral dick, dude. Yeah. I like your cerebral dick, dude. Of their careers. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna. They're yeah. called the, the Banana Boat Team. Hostile takeover. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Your cerebral dick feed. Yeah, the Apple dick feed. <laughs>